This is the Redeemed Christian Church of God, more than conquer perish. Ancient of days, mighty man of war, thank you for waking us up this morning. It wasn't an, our, our alarm that woke us up, but your mercy. And we ascribe the glory and honor to you. We want to thank you especially that you preserve our life over the night. Thank you for preserving our household, our little ones. Thank you for all that you are doing in your church. Thank you for building us up spiritually. Thank you for gathering us at thy feet every morning. Thank you for giving us a heart that love God, a heart that love prayer, a heart that like to see the face of God. Mighty God, excellent God. We give you glory, we give you the honor, we give you the praise. This morning, Father, we have gathered again before thee. Lord Jesus, as many that are gathered before you this morning, according to your word, Lord, lighten every faces that appear before you today. Let no face be put to shame in the name of Jesus. For every faces that is looking unto you this morning, I command shame to be removed permanently in the name of Jesus. I pray for you, you will go from glory to glory, from honor to honor, in the mighty name of Jesus. As we have lifted up our voices concerning the nation of Nigeria, Nigeria will be saved in Jesus' name. Nigeria will be revived in the name of Jesus. Revival will break forth in Nigeria, in the mighty name of Jesus. In the northern part of Nigeria, in the Boko Haram region, revival will break forth in the name of Jesus. In the Islamic uh, communities, villages, every part of Nigeria, revival will break forth in the name of Jesus. Father, stretch forth your hand over the nation Nigeria and let there be revival. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. This morning, yesterday, uh, the Lord uh, began a new series uh, with us titled Faith and Walk. Faith and Walk. Uh, turn your Bible with me this morning. So we'll continue in that line. And we're going to draw another example today as the Holy Spirit give us uh, direction. Turn your Bible with me to Exodus chapter 14. Exodus chapter 14. Exodus chapter 14, and I'm going to be reading. Uh, we'll read from verse 10 to 16. And when Pharaoh drew near, the children of Israel lifted up their eyes, and behold, the Egyptians marched after them, and they were so afraid. And the children of Israel cried out unto the Lord, and they said unto Moses, because there were no grave in Egypt. You see, uh, don't be confused by the Bible saying they cried out to God. We have seen people who cried out to God genuinely. Example was Hannah, and God heard them. So there are different kind of cry. This is their own case. When you hear them cry, you think that that was a sincere cry. No, this is how you will know that it was a fake one. That was a cry of complaint. Now, look at what, the, what happened in verse 6, 17. That's the people that cried in verse 16. Uh, normally, if somebody cried in the Bible, what I have seen is that God hears them when the, when the cry is genuine. 
But yes, wasn't it was a fake one. Now in verse seven, in verse eleven, and he said unto Moses, because there was no grave in Egypt, has thou taken us away to die in the wilderness? Wherefore has thou dealt with us to carry us forth out of Egypt? Is not this the word that we did tell thee in Egypt, saying, Let us alone, that we may serve the Egyptians? For it had been better for us to serve the Egyptians than, than that we should die in the wilderness. And Moses said unto the people, Fear ye not, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Or mute your devices and tell your neighbor, Fear not, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Saying what you say, Fear not. That means you will, you will see deliverance. The Lord will fight for you in Jesus' name, which we will show to you, which he will show to you today. For the Egyptian whom you see, whom you have seen today, Ye shall see them again no more forever. Say, begin, man. The Egyptian that you have been seeing, the problems you have been seeing, the calamities you have been seeing, you will see them again no more forever in the name of Jesus. Now, verse 14. The Lord shall fight for you. Amen. And ye shall hold your peace. Amen. That the Lord will fight for you this morning. Beginning from today, you will see the finger of God. And you will hold your peace in Jesus' name. The Lord will fight for your family. He will fight for your household. He will fight for your children. He will fight for his church. And he will fight for all the nations. Verse 15. And the Lord said unto Moses, Wherefore cry thou unto me? Can you see that? Speak unto the children of Israel that they go forward. Unmute your device and tell your neighbor, Go forward. Tell your neighbor, Go forward. Tell your neighbor, Go forward. In Jesus' name, Go forward. Amen. Amen. Now, in verse 16, but lift thou, lift thou up thy rod and stretch out thy hand over the sea and divide it, and the children of Israel shall go on dry ground through the means of the sea. Shout to be hallelujah. Amen. Now, brethren. The God that we serve requires us to walk by faith before we can please him. And so if you were in the world before and now Christ has saved your soul, then your new lifestyle now is the lifestyle of walking by faith and not by what you see. Faith is not logic. Faith 
and philosophy can never agree. Faith and science, they are two opposite things. Now, faith, faith defies human understanding because as human, we love to see first before we believe. Science wants us to have proof before we believe. Yes, look at the laptops today, all the technology, but faith doesn't work that way. In fact, the scientists don't even know that they exhibit faith. They don't know. And I'll tell you how. Before the invention of aeroplane, the Wright brothers had conceived the idea. They have since an object fly. Before the invention of aeroplane, Prophet Daniel too also prophesied about something flying on the sky. So now the Wright brothers who happens to be in our generation, even though they are no more, but their family are still living, the, the first people who started the idea of flying plane and they started something that flew for some, probably some height. Now, they exhibited faith because you've, they've conceived the idea. They, there's no man that, that just jump into any project. They, you must have thought about it. So you must, you must have seen it, have a mental picture of it. That is faith. And so now it is that what you see that propel you to go to work. So um, the scientists too, they exhibit faith even though they don't know. Where are we going? Is that it doesn't make sense seeing a big sea like the Red Sea and the Red Sea is still there as we speak to now. Now in Egypt, River Nile, and there are, the enemy was pursuing them behind. There was rest in front of them. That's a big problem. So the people were scared. They were afraid. Now, and then they began to cry, but that cry was only for the purpose of complaining. Now, they quickly forgot how the Lord led them out from the land of bondage. Now, we're talking about faith and work, and our example this morning is the crossing of the Red Sea. So, now, when they brought the problem to Moses, and Moses knew about it anyway, God too was not ignorant of it because he knows he was the one leading them in the first place. What God expected them to do was to praise him and ask him to show the way. But instead they complain. But we leave their complaining side. Do not complain in the ears of God. Do not think about it. Do not utter it out of your, your mouth. God doesn't like complainers. But if you praise him instead, then he steps into your situation. Do not allow anything to make you complain. Now, so when they told Moses and the Lord who went to, I mean, Moses went to the Lord and the Lord told him, why are you crying unto me? Why? Why are they crying unto me? Do I need their cry? I only need their praise, but they refuse to praise. So why are they crying? But Moses gave them a word. He said, fear not, in verse 13. 
stand still and see the salvation of the law. How would that happen? But something would happen. Now, the same way for the children of Israel in our lives too, we may look as if there is Pharaoh behind you now. It might look as if there is the Red Sea in front of you now. It's like you're in the middle of boats. But I want to assure you, I want to assure you that the same God that fought for the people of Israel, that same God will fight for you in the name of Jesus. The Pharaoh behind will not crush your destiny in the name of Jesus. The rest in front of you will not drown your life in the name of Jesus. The Lord will make a way in the name of Jesus. And then, but then, he told them the Lord will fight for them. The Pharaoh they have seen today, the Egyptian they have seen today, they will see it no more. The same way with you, you will see that problem no more in the mighty name of Jesus. Why? Because God will fight for you. Then, now God now said to, in, to Moses in verse 15, Wherefore cry thou unto me, speak unto the children of Israel, that they go forward. God was simply saying, put your faith to work. Take action. God was saying, you are standing in one place and you are complaining. You need to take a step of faith. Now, knowing that God will make a way is faith. So when you, when you know that God will make a way, that is faith. But the stretching forth of Moses' rod is the walk. So God, will, is, God was with them. He will make a way. It's faith. But Moses stretching forth his rod as God instructed him, that is the walk there. So wherefore cry down to me, speak on the children of Israel that they go forward. But the Lord now said in verse 16, but lift up thy rod. This morning, you are going to be lifting up your own rod. And with your own mouth, you are going to part every red sea. With your own mouth, this morning, every pharaoh that may be running after you shall be drawn in that same red sea. And it will be like a dream of the night to you. How you came out of it gallantly, you will not be able to explain. In the mighty name of Jesus, Praise the Lord. So very shortly, we are going to be taking our sword. So if you don't have your Bible and you are using your phone, that is not your Bible. Get your hard copy. Your phone is not your Bible. Your phone is your phone. So when it is time, get your hard copy Bible in your hand. Now, let's continue. Now, so the Lord told him, say, but lift up thy rod and stretch out thy hand over the sea, and divide it, and the children of Israel shall go on dry ground through the midst of the sea. That sounds really, really unbelievable. How can you tell me to stretch forth my, my rod? What can a stick do? No, do not downplay the instruction of God. As you are expecting the Lord to step in into whatever situation in your life and family, don't downplay the instruction that will be given to you. 
they may sound foolish, obey it. They may look ridiculous, that's fine, obey it. That is where your miracle lies. God, God's way, it may appear foolish, but I want to, to know the foolishness of the law is wiser than the wisdom of man. So the Lord told him to stretch forth his hand. And Moses did. Another thing there where we see is the way we can see the walk is the people taking the step to move forward. If they had remained on that spot, crying and shedding tears, hurting themselves, they would have been dead. The enemy would have crushed them. Now, this is what happened to the life of many believers, brethren. We pray, we fast, we do all sorts of things just to get God's attention, but we are not taking steps to move forward. A good example. You know, maybe somebody as a woman having the, uh, you know, not, not been at peace with your husband. And God said, you are, you are afraid, you have done what you need to do. Now take this step, tell him you are sorry. Well, the devil tells you, no, you don't have to do that. Well, until you obey that instruction before you see the miracle. The miracle happens when you apply work, when you add work to your faith. Now, so the same way it is for our lives. You're trusting God for baby. You're trusting God for marriage. You're trusting God for job, for promotion. You're trusting God for the power of God to win soul, whatever thing. I want you to know there is a, there is, there is a commensurate work that you need to do. And it's just a step of faith. To some, it's just a phone call that you need to make. It's just a step of, phone call, of, making, of making a phone call and that will change. So the Lord told them, stretch forth. The Lord told Moses, stretch forth your rod and the water will be divided and the children of Israel shall grow on dry ground in the midst of the sea. And that's why don't use your brain to think, how would God bring me out of that problem? Your own is obey the instruction of the Holy Spirit. And I have observed that what the Lord will ask us to do, it oftentimes doesn't make sense to human beings. And that's why you must be careful uh, when the Lord gives you instruction, you begin to sample opinion here. And uh, what do you think? And uh, what do you think? In doing that, people will confuse you. People will tell you it doesn't make sense. Act on the Lord's instruction by faith. Act on the Lord's instruction by faith. Now, I'll give you an example. There was a time uh, we were uh, we were applying for our residency. That's some years ago at the onset, and there was a certain amount of money. Not now that you you know particularly people that are inside, you don't necessarily have to demonstrate big money now. But in those days, uh, some years ago, you have to whether you are inside or outside, you have to show some money in your account, whether it is your own, they don't want to know, they, they, just, they just need to prove. 
So I needed um, about $12,000 there about, uh, you know, for, for, for the application. And I was a student. So the question, how will I raise $12,000 even as a student? And so their faith comes in and walk. So I prayed, asked the Lord to show me the way. Now, the Lord spoke to me. When the Lord spoke to me, I called somebody that said, oh, this person is very close to me. This is what God said, how I will raise the money. Ah, the person said, how do you think anybody will give you that money? How? Nobody has that amount of money. Nobody can just say, take $12,000 and put it in your account or something. Nobody has that kind of amount of money, but that is not true. There are people who have it. Some even have it, don't know what to do with it. Yes. So be careful. When if it is God leading you, be careful. When you begin to sample opinion, begin to hear people's advice left and right, it will confuse you. I'm telling you. And it weakens your faith. Except the Lord help you. You may not recover from that thing. So following the Lord's instruction, and remember, the Lord will never kick against his wall. And then the Lord told me, say, this person you spoke with, is only walking by sight, but you walk by faith. Do what I have told you to do. And so I did it. The Lord even gave me much more than that money at the end of the set time to his glory. But there are works that was involved. So brethren, is there a recipe before you and your family this morning? You are going to open your mouth and talk to God. Does the Lord deliver the people of Israel, your prayer point is to force you thank God for the word you have heard. And two, you are going to say, Father, you are the same God that parted the Red Sea. And I know you are alive. Part every Red Sea before me and my family. I want you to open your mouth now and begin to pray. Start by appreciating God. Appreciate him first. Appreciate him or appreciate him and unmute your devices as you begin to pray. If you are here this morning and you have not invited Jesus into your heart as your Lord and Savior, I want you to know that you need Jesus in your life. He's the only one that can find the best that are before you and your family. Cry to him this morning and say, Lord Jesus, have my soul, my soul, write my name in the book of life. And from this morning, Lord Jesus, be open with the Holy Ghost that I may walk before you and be perfect. Lord Jesus, I thank you, Lord. I pray as many times I have turned their heart back unto you this morning. Answer their prayer, forgive them their sins. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Ancient of days, thank you this morning for your word that you have brought unto us. You told Moses that I should stretch forth his rod and divide the sea, and the people will walk on dry ground. And it was so. Wonders that had never been seen before was displayed. And you told the people to march forward, and they did. This morning, Lord, we are going according to your word. That 
anywhere your people may have suffered stagnation in the past. This morning, I command you in the name of Jesus, go forward in all areas of your life in Jesus' name. Amen. In your marriage, go forward in Jesus' name. Your health, go forward in Jesus' name. Amen. In your work with God, go forward in Jesus' name. Amen. In your finances, go forward in Jesus' name. Children are going forward in Jesus' name. Your career is going forward in Jesus' name. Every every commercial work that you need to take, do you need to do? Every step you need to take. This morning, by the power of the Holy Ghost, receive grace to take the steps in the name of Jesus. I pray for you this morning as you go out today. Everything you believe the Lord for, the Lord will turn them to testimony. Mm -hmm. As you have stretched forth the rod in your hand, which is the Bible, in the name of Jesus, everything you have declared will come to pass in Jesus' name. Mm -hmm. When mm -hmm. we gather, you will have testimony. Mm -hmm. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed.